With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, Problematics, this is Rob Smith. It is time to get real about what's going on in the conservative movement, my future in politics, and my future in media. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Hey, Problematics, how are y'all doing out there? I hope you are doing well. I know it has been about a week or so since you have heard from me. And instead of just doing a regular run-of-the-mill political podcast today where I talk about whatever, you know, uh, the fringes want us to be concerned about this week, I would figure I would go ahead and give you a a few updates on on where I am and and sort of where I'm headed and, and where my career is going. And the reason that I wanted to take this episode... Uh, to give you guys some updates is because, first of all, you guys deserve it. If you're listening to Can't Cancel Rob Smith, if you have taken the time to listen and download to this podcast, you're what I call, in my head, a Rob Smith superfan. That means that I owe you something. That means that not only do I owe you content on a regular basis, but I owe you transparency. And I owe you... Uh, the explanation as to what's going on with me, the explanation as to why you guys aren't getting as many podcasts as you used to, why I haven't really been posting, you know, so much on Instagram, why the Twitter stuff, uh, you know, really hasn't been popping like that as of late. And I have to tell you guys, to be completely honest, I've been doing political commentary and I've been doing sort of, you know, this world in, in politics for about four and a half years now. And a lot has changed in four and a half years. And so I want to take you guys back a little bit to 
2018 when I decided to get into this and started doing this. I came out as conservative in 2018. Uh, number one, because I was tired of the left. They had gone too crazy. They had gone off the rails. And I was also tired of the agenda that was being pushed by the left. I was tired of people telling me that I was a victim because I was black. Um, I, I was tired of the defund the police stuff. I knew that illegal immigration was an issue. I wanted to be a face and a voice for the non-traditional conservative in hopes that I could possibly at some point be a bridge between these people in this country who identify as conservative and identify as liberal. In fact, when I first came out as conservative, I did not even come out as a Trump supporter, right? Uh, I just came out as a, as a traditional Republican. Um, what so happened is that, you know, obviously Trump was the president at that point in time. And I, I think in, in those two and a half years between 2018 and, and when Trump lost the election in 2020, I think a lot of the time and the energy and the bandwidth of voices like mine in the conservative movement and in those in the mainstream, etc., uh, became about either bashing Trump in every single thing that he did or defending Trump in every single thing that he did. I was never really in either of those camps. And But this isn't about Trump. This is to say that there was a unitedness sort of in the conservative movement and in the Republican Party that I saw at that point in time because we were united in support of a leader and in support of an agenda. Now, when Trump lost in 2020, things started getting a little strange. And you guys know, if you guys were listening to the old Problematic podcast, you know, back in the day, I, you know, got a lot of flack from some on the conservative side of the aisle because I said that, you know, the January 6th protests and all that stuff were, were stupid. Um, and I stand by that because it was stupid. It, it was stupid to be there. It was stupid of a lot of these people to lure um, hardworking American citizens that really believed in some of this stuff to D.C., at that moment moment in time, <clears throat> I will always think and I will always believe that that was a honey trap. I believe that that was something that was plotted by the left. And they knew that there were a lot of people that were in charge uh, on the Republican side at that point in time that were that were easily fooled by this and that could fall for it, um, et cetera, et cetera. So Biden comes in. Of course, everything is awful. Everything is is so bad. And I started seeing these sort of schisms, uh, these sort of fissures in the Republican Party and in the conservative movement. And for me, as somebody that is a non-traditional conservative, I am a black gay man. I make no bones about either of those things. I do not, you know, engage in hatred of black people or sort of dissociation from black culture in the way that some conservative uh, political commentators do that happen to be black. I also do not dissociate myself from my homosexuality, the fact that I am a gay man, in the way that some gay conservative political commentators do. I do not do either of these things. And so when you start seeing these fissures in the, in the Republican Party, in, in the conservative movement, when the, things are in disarray because 
there are various factions that are trying to sort of claim the mantle as to what the Republican Party and what the conservative movement moving forward are. I I started to see a lot of things coming from the mouths of conservatives that I just did not like. Um, I started seeing a lot of homophobia that was coming from people that I was not seeing before, you know, in Trump world and in, in those years, because Trump, you know, you say a lot of things about Trump, like that man and that family and those people are not homophobic. Those people are the furthest away from homophobic that you will meet. These these are New York City conservatives that have been around gays and lesbians their entire lives, right? So that was not coming from any of the Trump people or anything like that. But there are a lot of people that are trying to sort of take this mantle of the voice of the conservative movement or the voice of the Republican Party, um, and these people are engaging in this behavior. And this is something that I, I found myself resonating less and less with. Because like it or not, when you are waving the flag for the red or the blue in this country, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, it's like you are forced to sort of wrap yourself up in everything that the party says. And as a Republican, you get this harder than liberals do because liberals on the left, there's this entire infrastructure that is that exists to cover for them to, you know, hide uh, the more insidious aspects of what they do to promote that agenda. You've got the entire entertainment industry, the entire media industry, the entire journalism industry, uh, the entire big tech industry. These This all colludes with Democrats. So people that are sort of, you know, wrapping themselves up in the Democrat party are not generally forced to defend their fringes in the way that, say, I am when I say that I'm a Republican. And the fact that I got tired of, and am tired, by the way, of defending these fringes and not defending them against the left or not, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, these people aren't really like this, et cetera, et cetera, to the left. I stopped and I am personally tired of defending these fringes to people that are my friends, my personal friends, that are moderate center-right conservatives. And some of these people who, by the way, will not say this, they feel like they, they sort of don't have a place in anything anymore because everything has gotten so crazy and everything has gotten so fringe is the word that I like to use. The word that I like to use is fringe because you have to understand that these people are fringe. They do not represent the entirety of the Republican Party. They certainly do not represent the vast majority of people that vote Republican or call themselves conservative. But these people will get the lion's share of the attention from the mainstream media that is controlled by the left, that is controlled by Democrats. These people will get the lion's share of attention from the celebrities and entertainers and et cetera that Democrats and the left use to promote their agenda and have always used and will always use um, to promote their agenda. And so when you're somebody like me that is a black gay guy that, by the way, has dodged 
all kinds of bullets, went through all kinds of stuff personally in my actual personal life over the past four years because I wanted to stand up for America and I wanted to say that what is coming from the far left is wrong. This is not right. And I need to stand up for it. But when I'm this person that has personally sacrificed things in my life in order to stand up and do this, and there are messages and messaging coming from conservatives and Republicans that are basically saying to me, we don't want you here, you don't count, you are unimportant, it really makes me ask the question, what am I doing here? Who am I promoting? Who am I defending? And is this what I really want to be doing with the rest of my life and the rest of my career? And I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into that after the break. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Problematics, uh, if you're back, we're getting real this episode. And if you have made it this long, like I said, you are a Rob Smith super fan. You enjoy this commentary. You enjoy my voice. You enjoy this podcast. And you're going to be feeling a lot of what I'm saying right now. Because I believe that a lot of what I'm saying and a lot of the frustrations that I'm feeling right now in all of politics in general, I I think are a frustration and a malaise that a lot of the public feel when it comes to all of this stuff. So back to what I was saying, if I in my personal life have 
given up so much and have dedicated so much and have lost so much in terms of close friendships, in terms of career opportunities, in terms of job opportunities, um, in terms of all of these different things for some idea of the conservative movement that is now going so far right that I feel like I'm being pushed out of whatever that is that is going on right now on the fringes, I do not feel like I'm a part of that. I do not feel like I'm a part of these things. And if you watch closely enough, and if you're looking closely enough, and if you're reading between the lines, you will see how I have physically distanced myself from certain people, places, things, that I no longer feel aligned with and that I no longer feel connected to and that I also no longer feel that my voice or, or who I am in this world or in the Republican Party or in the conservative movement or whatever um, is, is valued or respected. And so that leads me to the question and the question is, again, what am I doing here? What am I doing in the media world? What am I doing in the political commentary world? What am I doing in this sort of conservative movement world? And I think I I can't give you an answer right now. I can give you ways in, in which I am leaning. And by the way, these ways do not mean that I am in any capacity going back to being a Democrat. I, I will literally never vote for a Democrat again in my life. I will never vote Democrat again. I will never advocate for Democrats again. I will never advocate for these people because I know what their agenda is. And when you know what the agenda is, you cannot get behind it for all the tea in China. But yet at the same time, I can't get behind people that are advocating for a far right agenda either. I cannot get behind people that are advocating for the fact or the idea that we should be a quote unquote Christian nationalist country. I don't even know what that means. But it certainly doesn't seem to be something that would be uh, including me, even though I do identify as a Christian. And so what I'm saying here is what I'm trying to figure out and what I'm trying to work through problematics and, and, and why I am doing this episode is because in I'm doing this because I have to let you guys know that for me, and even in this platform and even in podcasting, you know, I will never be a Joe Rogan, nor do I want to be. I'm never going to be a podcaster, I believe, that is going to get one, two, three, four hundred thousand subscriptions and, and make this my entire life and livelihood, nor, like I said, do I want to be. I have become, as of late, so burnt out on politics, so burnt out on the nonstop arguing, so burnt out on the fringes on both sides of the aisle being elevated in the absence of strong, moderate, compassionate voices 
that I do not even know how I can exist in this space anymore. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. And the conversations that I'm having with myself, with the conversations that I'm having with people around me, the conversations that I'm having professionally with agents and, you know, and podcast carriers and and all of these different things is, is there even a space for this voice? Because at this point, it is feeling to me and and from, from the inside of all of this. You know, at this point, as an insider in all of this, it is feeling to me that the only way to really gain a large platform and to sustain a large platform is to be as divisive and incendiary as possible at all times. And that is something that is not inherent to me. It's not something that's intrinsic to my personality. It is not the reason that I had built this platform for myself. It is not the reason that I got into politics. It is not the reason that I started doing any of this stuff. And you get to a point where you're in a bit of a a career crossroads. And so the question is, How do I continue in this space? How do I continue in the podcasting space? How do I continue in in the political and media commentary space? How do I continue in the political realm as somebody that has deep connections in Republican politics and, and knows all of these people, by the way? You know, these people return my calls. And I enjoy the platform's that I have. I enjoy doing this podcast. I enjoy um, going on Fox News. And the reason that I enjoy going on Fox News so much is because I feel like I can be myself on Fox News. On the shows that I do, I don't feel like I'm being pushed to be somebody that I am not. I don't feel like I'm being pressured to be anybody but the common sense, sort of center-right-leaning conservative that I am. And so that's why I love doing Fox News and I'll continue to do Fox News because I feel like I'm able to give a rational, center-right viewpoint and speak with other rational people about rational issues in the way that the vast majority of people would speak about them. I am not entirely sure if in some of these, you know, other realms, if, if it's the, you know, the podcasting realm or if it's, you know, video content or any of that other stuff, <clears throat> I'm not entirely sure if that opportunity exists. And so now I, I feel like I'm at this point And I'm at this crossroads where I am going to have to, again, create something new. I'm going to have to create something using this platform that I have and using these connections and this networking and all of this stuff that I have, that I have built 
over the past four years, I'm going to have to use all of this stuff to create something that is different than everything else that is out there right now. And I have a few ideas about how to do that, and I'm going to clue you into them after the break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply All right, Problematics, you've been listening this long. If you've been listening this long, like I said, you are a true Problematic, a true Rob Smith superfan, and I salute you and appreciate you for sort of going through this with me. Because I know a lot of you are, a lot of you are conservative-leaning, a lot of you are independents, some of you are liberals, and some of you are Democrats, who are, by the way, fed up with your fringes as well. I speak to old school liberals and old school Democrats all the time who are fed up with a lot of this stuff, who are fed up with the nonsense, uh, who are fed up with the polarization, who are fed up with the idea, by the way, if you want to talk about a hot button political issue, who are fed up with the idea that they are supposed to, you know, that they're supposed to advocate for abortion on demand. There are as many liberals that are fed up with the idea that they're supposed to believe in abortion on demand as there are conservatives that are fed up with the idea that they are supposed to believe in no abortion at all under any circumstances. And this is just one example of these culture wars that for whatever reason just continue to be reignited in the society. In... The reason that I'm having so many issues right now and the reason that I'm having such a hard time with what I do with this platform moving forward is that there are not, there are very few spaces for true moderates to exist. I don't know that there are any. And I'm not talking about you know, being, and I'm not talking about being, you know, an acceptable CNN conservative that goes on CNN and bashes Trump. You know, I'm not talking about, you know, being a fake Republican that goes on The View or goes on mainstream outlets like Kinzinger or whatever. And like the only thing that they're there to do um, is to bash Trump or bash the fringy Republicans because those people are also a joke. 
And those people are playing a game. And those people have decided that whatever sort of clout or whatever sort of money they're raising or whatever sort of political power that they are ascertaining, that they are compiling by playing this role, um, they have decided that in order to be used, you know, by the other side, they have decided that that's good enough for them. And that's why you'll never see me, number one, you'll never see me denounce the vote that I made for Donald Trump. I will never do that in a million years. I made that vote for a reason. And the reason that I made that vote, we have all been living through for the past year and a half. And that is the reason that I will make every single Republican vote that I make throughout the course of the rest of my life. Because I have been forever changed. Because now, with eyes wide open, I am living through and suffering through the incompetence of a failed Democrat administration. I am watching these people have no idea and no clue what they're doing. I am watching them be incompetent. I am watching them deploy uh, petty partisan politics in talking points in absence of doing anything to alleviate the pain of the American people right now. I'm literally watching this with the rest of you guys with the most open and clear eyes that I think I have ever viewed politics from in my entire life. So I'm watching this stuff. And it is for this reason that I will never vote for another Democrat again. Because any Democrat that is running, this is what they're running on. These people are incompetent. These people have no real agenda. These people play partisan politics. And these people no longer care about working class people. And that is just it. And so back to this platform, back to what I am going to do with this platform, I do not know. I have some ideas. And the reason that this podcast, which is, by the way, going to Tuesdays and Thursdays, Moving forward, because at this point, I can't devote a lot of energy into this platform. And I know that that is disappointing to a lot of you problematics. And I'm sorry for letting you down in this way. At this point, I can't devote five day a week energy into this podcasting platform Until I figure out what the messaging is going to be. Until I figure out what it is. Until I figure out what I have to say. Until I I figure out how far I want to go and what I want to say. Do I want to start naming politicians that I have an issue with on the right as easily as I do the ones on the left? And if I do that, what does that mean to my career? What does that mean to all of this stuff? And the reason why problematics, and I'm going to give you a little insight into what it is like, what it is truly like to be on the other side of this movement, to be on the inside, 
because I'm very much an insider. And the reason that people who have gotten to the level that I have gotten to within the movement, within the Republican Party, whatever you want to call it, the reason why they do not speak out is because they are afraid of what losing that access is going to look like to their actual life. And those are the things that run through my mind. So do I want to have a platform in which I'm talking politics all the time and I'm calling people out on both sides and I'm alienating everybody and making everybody mad and pissing everybody off and finding myself out on an island? Or do I use this platform and do I use the other platforms that I have, my nonprofit, uh, you know, my Facebook page, all of that other stuff? Do I use these platforms to take a step back from the politics of everything and start really making a focus on the culture of things and the cultural implications of the things that are happening and happening in the political moment right now and, and the cultural implications of how we are living through this moment. To me, honestly, I think that one of the conservative movement or the Republican Party's biggest mistakes and biggest missteps is a complete and total and fundamental, not only misunderstanding of culture, but a lack of appreciation for the importance of culture in this country. Because politics is downstream from culture. Politics is downstream from culture. Politics does not dic dictate the culture. Uh, the culture dictates the politics. And the culture has, has dictated the politics of this country for so long. And Republicans have given up on that for so long that now the absolute insanity that we are seeing from a lot of people on the far left, it is a shock to the system because they have owned culture and they have dominated culture and they have been the arbiters of culture for so long that these people cannot comprehend political decisions that do not go their way. They cannot comprehend these things. Um, and the interesting thing about this moment that's happening right now, which is a cultural moment because we are in a recession, this recession is a cultural moment. The recession that we are likely to be in, I believe, for probably the next five years plus. And since we are probably in a recession right now, we'll be in a recession right now, what is the culture of this moment going to look like? Now, there are a lot of people that are very big on the right, and there are a lot of people that are very big on the left. And these people, when faced with a true turning point for this country, this is a true moment in this country where we have to decide which way we're going to go. And the reason, folks, that 
this moment is so uncomfortable for all of us is because it is not an easy moment. It is not an easy moment for me personally. It is not an easy moment for us as a country. And the voices that are going to have to emerge from this moment, I believe, are not going to come from the fringes. The fringes have led us into this moment. The fringes on the far left have led us into a moment in which people that do not get their way politically riot in the streets. The fringes of the far right have left us, has have led us into this moment where people that can be very strong and vocal um, and intelligent and, and good looking and, and, and really promising advocates for love for country and for all of these different things that maybe looks a little differently than the far right would like for them to look, these people are being iced out, right? The people like me and, and others, by the way, who feel the, what I'm feeling, who feel who feel this this way that I'm feeling. And so, like I said, the question is, what leaders will this moment birth? I do not know. I do not know if I am I am built to be whatever leader that this moment requires. I do not know if I have too much more to sacrifice and devote um, to America for love of country. I per I, I honestly I really do not. As you know, as a, as a millennial up in here, and I've been doing certain things for for a very long time. I've been in service to this country in some way for the past twenty years, and I don't know if that battle is for me. But what I do know is this: I owe it to you guys, problematics. I owe it to the problematics that listen and download and subscribe to this podcast. The thousands of you that that have downloaded and subscribed to this, that listen to me, that, that follow me, that like what I have to say, that like my ideas, that like my voice, that download and share my stuff and, you know, yeah, buy, the, buy the merch and, and all of this other stuff. I don't know that I owe, the only entities that I owe anything to are you guys into America. So what I'm going to try to figure out for the future as you stay with me through this process is what that's going to look like moving forward. And Problematics, if you're here, I hope you stay here. I hope you continue to follow. I hope you continue to stay with me on this journey because I really do believe that, that this is a journey that is not only my journey, but this is a journey that we're going to have to take as a country. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for listening. You can find Can't Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you Thursday. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies. Hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.